0: And salutations to our fine podcast audience. Welcome to Three Peas in a Pod, Episode Two Twelve. We made it. You almost forgot. Wow, I thought he wasn't going. to I it. thought he was going to forget Sometimes it. Got to keep you on your toes. Oh, I that just, was for my benefit. I don't. I, honestly, I was not paying
1: attention. I thought maybe we we're just going to end that tradition.
0: Maybe. No. One day no,
2: we're we just very won't traditional. Do
0: it.
1: Yes, we are. <laughs> if nothing but traditional. Okay,
0: yeah. so. Uh, here we are and uh, if I'm my date uh, dates are correct, this uh, podcast is going to be dropping uh, later in the month of February. but however, we are recording this at the very beginning of February, right. which means uh, at this moment that we're talking, the Super Bowl has not happened. but as the, when this drops, it will have. Yeah. So let's play look and, into the future, look into the future and do Super Bowl pro- projections. All right. All right. I
2: told I told them before we started uh, filming, I don't actually know who's in the Super Bowl. That's ah, little I so your guess team. is
0: going to be even more
1: yeah. off the wall. I am pretty not com- the Hawks. I am pretty com- Yeah, it's not, it's not the Hawks. <laughs> I know am- cares about them. They did not make it. No, they're not. Nor gonna did much- the other birds from Atlanta. <laughs> no. no, that's true.
2: So I'm pretty sure the Kansas City Chiefs are in.
1: The Super Bowl. They are. Ding, okay. ding,
2: ding, ding, ding. So I'll, I'll put my bet on them. I'm going to guess that the other team uh-huh. is Kansas City Chiefs. Is that an AFC team? That's the yeah. AFC. AFC. Team. So it's an NFC team. Mm-hmm. That's Okay. not uh, The 49ers. That's
0: Man, it. good was job. That it? That's okay, it. There you we go. It. I
1: think then that's who you should pick. You think I should pick the 49ers? Yeah, since you just pulled that out of nowhere. Well,
2: there we go. I was trying to think of teams I knew that I had heard had played recently, ah, and no. and that was, that was one. So the, the real one, question Who is. did the 49ers beat to... Who did they, who was in the, the NFC Detroit
1: team?
0: Lions
2: oh oh that's bad the lions haven't had a good shot in a while haven't no, they
1: that, that was a good run yeah, yeah they, they were they they yeah. did they they met they, 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 they met just run. a good while a long, a long time. time time yeah long, they've never been to a super Bowl Oh, they've
2: never been to a Super Bowl. No. Well, look at that. Sorry, Lions fans out there. We know some Lions fans. I bet they yes. had a hard time with that. They them.
1: watching this. They're probably no, not watching this. They're not this. watching that.
2: So, well, there you go. This is interesting for Nathan trying to figure out, and the and the Chiefs beat who to get in? Who was the AFC?
1: Ravens. The Ravens.
2: Ah, okay. There there you go. Mm-hmm. Well, that shows how much I know so, about football. So, the real... so, are you
0: picking the 49ers?
2: Oh, I don't, okay. I don't know. Here's what I know. The Mahomes guy is still with the Chiefs. Yes. I'll go with him because I know he is a very uh, talented quarterback. Okay, so he I'm, is. I'm gonna throw his. You know, I don't know who the quarterback is for the 49ers. He, Rock. Pearl. Well, it's the interesting. That's
1: that sound right there. That doesn't sound like a real person. You know, the name. interesting thing is he he is the lowest drafted quarterback to ever make the Super the Bowl. The dude from the 49ers. Yeah, because he yeah. he was the very last player drafted the year he wow. was drafted.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. He's good saying, for you, what did you Brock? Brock Purdy. Brock or Rock? Brock. Oh, Brock. Brock Purdy. Good luck, Brock.
1: Every year at, when the last guy is drafted, they, they deem him Mr. Irrelevant. Mm-hmm. Do they really? Oh, that's yeah, like that, a real that, that's a thing? Oh, that's fine. Every year the last game. player drafted gets called Mr. Irrelevant. Good for him. And he has become a starter and a pretty dang good one. Yeah. Okay. He's pretty good. Okay, go. So well,
0: you're going with the Chiefs.
2: I'm going to I'm, I'm gonna gonna say the Chiefs. Chiefs. Well, and Taylor Swift is on the Chiefs' side. Well, she and did. if the whole thing's rigged, as I'm hearing, that's Well, well they might be, be doing okay. What's going to
1: be interesting is, you know, she has a concert in Tokyo on Saturday nights, right? And they're trying to figure out, will she make it back?
2: Oh, mm-hmm. I did hear that because I heard a joke about it on SNL. So that's how I knew the Chiefs were in it. That's right.
1: I knew that much. So gotcha. she's going
0: to try to fly back on her private little jet. That's thing. what I hear. So we'll see. My guess is that... She knows she's going to make it back in time, Me too. but the suspense would, is really good think, for business. I know? think so. She you know? yeah. she's going to have Japan a fast
1: plane. I can't remember where
0: it, it's it. in Vegas. Oh, it's in Vegas.
1: It's in Vegas. So yeah. yeah, at least it's West Coast. That's right. Japan to West Coast. That's right. Yeah,
0: fly all night. We be believe there. in U because it's not till what six o'clock that evening. That's right. Well, six o'clock Eastern. So it's what four o'clock over there, something like that.
1: What time is it in Japan? I have no clue. I, I, have, I have no clue what time it is in Japan. Geography and math, <laughs> so I can't you, do it. Who are
0: you putting up? I will say I I think the 49ers should win on paper, but I think the Chiefs will win in yeah. reality.
1: Hmm. I I also am going to pick the 49ers. Okay. No, wow. I'm the only one to pick the 49. Yeah, I think he picked Cheat Tech. He was, it was he a little technical. He, 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 he went a little down the middle of the road. He picked the Chiefs. That's and my you nature. Pick the Chiefs. That's my nature. I, I yeah. am, and
0: I am sticking with a confident pick on the Chiefs. And I can say this: I have two uh, two daughters uh, who are huge Taylor Swift fans. They are going to also be rooting for the Chiefs. Ah, uh, well, there you go. They will actually watch the Super Bowl with me, which okay. is not wow, not normal. Just for
2: the hopes of a glimpse of Taylor Swift,
0: yes
1: sir. They
2: could just watch a YouTube video of like a concert mm, no, of her. the, the better it's thing
1: not the to watch is her boyfriend's brother, who may take his shirt off. He plays yeah. for the oh, Eagles. Yes. Yeah. And has retired because they were
2: last year, right? In the, yeah. they mm-hmm. against each other. So he
1: he played his yes. last game when they lost in playoffs, and he mm-hmm. has been known to take a shirt off. And in he'll be a, he'll be
0: into a six pack by halftime. Oh also. yeah, oh yeah. He, he's
1: yeah he's had a few yes. many times in his that's life. Right. Well, yes, that's, that's not a judgment statement right. on Jason Kelly. Uh, oh no,
0: that's just an open, open. The halftime street.
2: show is uh, Usher. Is that correct? Usher. Uh, sure. No, it's interesting. That's interesting. You an Usher fan? Uh, I was. I mean, he's not done much in a long
1: time. So. You can't he's
0: dropping the... an album, though. Well, there you go. Because you have to when you do the Super I'm Bowl. I'm confident you that's true. You can't
1: get on the so. Super Bowl and be current re- relevant.
0: Well, no, I be- and I,
2: I <laughs> believe that's probably... I mean, because really...
1: probably the Eagles are coming back next year, yeah, you know, That's probably or true. something. Yeah. They just typically bring back... Who's Joni Mitchell's coming? Oh no. No, no.
2: <laughs> I was okay. an Usher fan when I was in middle school, like a lot of Ushers. You days. cannot well, be relevant.
0: Good for you. All the songs he plays will be. That that's era. the only thing I think yeah, anyone would right. know. And yeah. then probably a new song yeah, but based on it. for about it. ten seconds. And and then
1: then then Usher
2: on. has to be in his forties at this point. Oh gosh, yeah. So I'm just thinking I mean his
0: big thing was I mean, mm-hmm. he's a great dancer, he's great all I just gotta mm-hmm. imagine it's not gonna be quite as good. But that's just me. know. All right. Do we actually have a topic for today? I think we do. We do. I'm gonna set it up. We discussed it. We did discuss something. So uh, our topic for today is it's first of all not a question that you sent per se. Because y'all ain't sending no. y'all ain't sending questions. Send any questions these days. Which is why you got 45 minutes about the Super Bowl That's at
1: the right. beginning of this. And, you know. We could decide, if we don't get any questions, yeah. maybe this we're might just a, done. Maybe. maybe we are the Mr. Irrelevance. Yes. <laughs> maybe what? once we changed,
2: once we finally got a name, they decided, oh, wait, this is bad. Yeah. <laughs> and when they didn't have a name, we didn't notice how bad... They now just, that they have an official name, this is not good. That's right.
1: And people okay. have decided, I, I don't have anything to ask those bozos. Mm-hmm. It feels a
2: little official now that you got
0: a name. Something. And officially bad.
1: So... In light of having no
0: official questions, uh, we l- like to bring in every so often questions that we hear. People talk yeah. to us after church or uh, other places. Or in
1: places Word on, on the, street. the street. We get stopped in
0: Kroger <laughs> and just people want to hey, talk. You're about the
1: three stuff. P's in the pod. <laughs> yeah. You get flagged down on the road. Right. Wait a second, come here. <laughs> <laughs> so we get
0: asked, we have these conversations and it spurs questions which we feel like. Most people are probably having. Maybe. Ed had one recently I, yeah. that he brought to us, and I thought it was pretty fascinating.
1: So I wound up having a conversation with some friends of mine, and uh, they're um, they're really trying these days to uh, have an impact with their friend group. Hmm. And uh, one of their friends, they've been trying to encourage to come to church. Uh, these are young men, and uh, he's a really good guy. They love being around him. Uh, he says he wants to come to church, but every time he gets right to the point, he doesn't. And as he's asked them, inevitably, they both think he's had this question that he asked them a number of times, and they think, they said to me, I think this is the thing, and we want to know what, try to help him with that. And his thing is, he's a really good guy, but terrible things keep happening in his life. You know, mm-hmm. he's, he's, I'm going to guess just because of their age, he's early 30s, and, uh, Just lots of things that everybody, you know, people that he cares about have died. Bad things have happened to other people that he knows. And he keeps trying to go. I try to be good. I try to do the right thing. Why doesn't God do for me what he does for other people? So it's Mm
0: -hmm. like, why does God play favorites? Yeah. Why is God
1: playing favorites? Mm. And, uh, you know, (laughs) they don't believe, and Mm -hmm. I don't either. They don't. (laughs) Well, it's because you don't come to church, guys. You'd Mm. come to church. You know what I'm saying? Not that simple. It's not that simple. That's right. So as we wind up talking to them about it, you know, the blockage for the guy of this idea he has about God playing favorites really goes back to something that we've talked about a bunch of times. And that's what I wound up talking to them about is um, whatever idea you wind up having about God, it just impacts your life in ways that you can't imagine. Mm -hmm. Because all three of us know people who... Uh, probably have had the same kinds of things happen to them that this young man's had happen. Yes. Sure. But because of of the life they've built with God, that people have helped them build through either they were uh, they grew up in the church or they've devoted their life to coming to know the God that Jesus said we could call Father. Uh, they don't interpret those things the same way He did, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah. of the view that they yeah. have. Yeah. You know, His view is. Uh, If you do good things, uh, only good things ought to happen to you. Mm -hmm. And bad things ought to happen to bad people. And it doesn't take too much in life. It's not like those of us who are followers of Jesus can't look at the world and go, you know, there's some really not good people in the world that wind up having lots of good things happen to them. Or what appear to be really good things. Mm -hmm. I mean... That bothers me way more than why do bad things happen to good people. (laughs) It drives me nuts. I can handle bad things happening to good people way easier than I can. That dude is just a horrible human being, and things just keep coming his way. Yeah, You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, But, you know, since I know uh, the picture of God that Jesus gave, Jesus says, you know, rain falls on the good and the bad. And of course he meant rain as a blessing, mm-hmm. not rain as a curse. Yeah. And the sun shines the sun. On, on on the good and the bad. That's right. And if you're in the desert, sun ain't so much of a blessing. It's a curse. You know? So <laughs> they both are intended to be blessings from God. Mm-hmm. They are uh, so I I think this is a huge thing that more people don't realize yeah. uh, blocks them off in all kinds of ways with God.
0: But I think it's also something that I've, we all have seen in the lives of Christians as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, it, and I think what, what we're real good in the church is saying, well, you know, God's love is unconditional. Um, God loves you the same no matter what you do or don't do. That's a done deal. And I can't, you know, achieve salvation by doing all these good things. I can't get in good with God. It's all a gift. It's all grace. We say that really, really well, and mm-hmm. and I don't doubt that people believe that. Right. But then we turn back around, and as Christians, we say, "Well, you know, I, I, I feel real guilty if I don't do certain things that I know I should do, like coming to church and praying right. all the time and all this stuff. And if I and then when bad things happen, we start to interpret that in light of, well, maybe God, I got on the wrong side of God. Oh yeah. And right. then we head that direction, or you know, we think if i just prayed right or i prayed enough god would shower some kind of blessing or do the thing that i'm asking him to do and therefore because it's not happening i got to figure it out yeah like there's a there's a key that i haven't turned or there's a there's a secret that i haven't mm-hmm. found yet about god and even christians we live in and i don't think everybody sits down and just says all those words out loud necessarily but i talk to a lot of christians that that's practically how they live right you know,
1: yeah, it's you want to figure out a system that you can control. Yes. Is what I think it is. Yeah, I want. I believe that. I believe that when it comes to salvation at the end of the life of life, because I, ain't, I can, I, I can't do nothing about that. Ain't nothing I can do about that. So if God says He gives that away free, that's fine. But in my everyday life, I'd like to figure out a way mm-hmm. to know that I can control some of the outcomes. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, and I think. You know, I think some of that comes from a good place. And I think some Me of it, yeah. some of it's, mo- you know, kind of our modern world. We really have uh, broken more and more of life down to um, dissectable parts. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I mean is we think everything can kind of be brought down even to the genetic level. And turn that off and turn that on. And oh, yeah. that'll control everything mm-hmm. as if even with turning some things on and turning some things off, eventually those things won't change and eventually that, Because the world, uh, the more we know about stuff, the more we actually learn. We don't know as much as we think we know. Uh, the deeper you get into something, the more you, you don't. But there's this generalized belief. Eventually, we're going we're gonna to figure out how to just make the universe tick where nothing ever uh, kind of goes wrong for us. Um, and some of that is part of us having this uh, God giving us dominion, God giving us, Mm -hmm. um, you know, He sets up this world for us to live in, and it does operate by certain laws. Um, But even within all of that, uh, there are things that are surprising to us. There Mm -hmm. are things we don't even understand Mm -hmm. in the natural world of, huh, based on everything I know and things I thought were laws, that did not behave the way I thought Mm -hmm. it would behave. And now I need to study that more. But the belief I think often is that thing that didn't behave the way, that's just something I don't understand yet. And eventually I'll understand it. So we bring that to life. Now, the Bible by its nature is wisdom literature. What I mean is all of the Bible is God in his good and loving nature. He is trying to show us this is the best way for you to live. Right. There are the, the world is not out of your control. The world is not uh, you're not, you're not placed into I mean cuz if i lived where i had no control, as yeah. i'm sure you know, people live with intense amounts of anxiety. Right. And and i mean that would be cause a psychotic break if i thought nothing i did played any impact mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. on the world around me. God has given me wisdom around everything. Relationships, finances, health, all of these different things of how, how would a person who is living in accordance uh, with God's righteousness and God's wisdom, how would that go? And generally, mm-hmm. it will go well for you. Generally, it will work this way. But God, in his nature, turns out to be rather surprising. Mm-hmm. Uh, he ter- he ter- tends to do things that you can't quite expect and that you do spend most of your time In hindsight, looking and going, was that God? Was that not God? Because it's sometimes, I mean, most of the book of Acts is the uh, early church trying to catch up with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit's Mm -hmm. just doing stuff. Mm -hmm. And they go, so the Gentiles are in the faith? (laughs) Or they go to one place and the people had been baptized, but they hadn't been baptized with the Holy Spirit. Then they go to another place and they were baptized with the Holy Spirit, but but they hadn't been baptized. And they're like, I thought. You couldn't have the Holy Spirit if you hadn't been, right. but there's this whole, it's just God's doing these surprising things and they're almost investigating it. So what I would say, if you're talking about this idea of what I think about God, I even think we have to get down to, um, I can't remember who said it, it feels like a Eugene Peterson thing, but there's a difference between God's words and the tone of God's voice that I can look at God's words, He's revealed Himself in Scripture, but sometimes God behaves in a way, and this is what happened for the Pharisees. We know God's words, and Jesus is behaving in ways that don't perfectly, word for word, line up. But everything, as we see with Jesus in the Old Testament, pointed to Jesus, which means the tone of it was still in line with who Jesus is. And so what I would say is, if I know God as revealed in the Scriptures, as revealed in Jesus, there may be things that happen that I look at and I go, that don't make sense to me. Why would, why would God allow that to happen? Or, or you may even start to go, did God cause that to happen? It's not my job to somehow figure out, is God doing this? It's my job to figure out how am I supposed to respond based on what I know is happening in reality and what I know to be true of God. So I would say for this guy, that's the benefit to me of being in a Christian community is now I have people around me that are helping me to interpret, is that God moving there? Well,
1: that's what I eventually said to his friends. I said, we have to get help him get to the place that he doesn't question the goodness of God. Right. At, at the core, you know, you may not understand why God has, why something has happened the way it happens. But... I said this to you earlier. In some ways, it all goes back to the to the beginning of Genesis, where right. the evil one doesn't come to Adam and Eve say, and and ever try to get them to do evil. He gets them to question whether God is truly good to them. or not. Right. That's, That's right. right. And all the stuff that comes out it. I be, once I begin to to look at things and think I've understood this well enough, and the conclusion is God is not good that's gonna not lead me places. Right. If I can start with what I know to be true, God is love, God is good toward human beings, He's created a good place. Some bad things happen because of the nature of being in this fallen world where evil also exists. Mm-hmm. And uh, But it, I'm never gonna to get to see the goodness that God intends out of this life if I start by questioning His character
2: Yes, that's right. I must
1: ask Him to help me understand this world in light of that. Mm-hmm. So even with stuff, I was sitting here while you're talking, Nathan. It's not even about things that happen. I mean, there are parts in the Bible that you know. Mm-hmm. If I think it was in, I think it was in a message recently, and it was a part of that. Well, one of the ladies who was on screen teaching as a part uh, said. You know, you may wonder why does God care so much about sex? And I know that's a big thing in our culture. Uh-huh. And the honest truth is, if if I had a choice to just say in our current culture, God really doesn't care, and you know, do whatever you want to do, yeah, I'd do that. Yeah, I would totally do that. It would because make people, a lot of things easier for yeah. sure. Well, and I I don't totally get. I get the consequences, but. If I have to explain down to the nth degree of how God cares about, you yeah, know, that's right. I don't. I don't totally, but I don't doubt that he's good. So he's yeah. not withholding anything good from any human being by saying, that's hey, right. these are the boundaries in which my goodness is best experienced. Yeah. And it doesn't mean I don't love you if you do these other things, but if you want to My best for your life, it won't be experienced outside of these boundaries. I don't ever doubt that. But if he asked me what part could I take out, I'd say, well, let's let's just get rid of that. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I don't totally, totally, 100% down to the ground know how to explain why it matters so much.
2: Well, I think there's even things surprising about God in the scriptures. You know, I end up uh, talking a lot with younger people, you know, 35 and younger and I'm going with one group and we are just we just read through those stories in the life of Jesus and there are certain stories we, we I think we often have really even shrunk Jesus down to the point that he's not surprising to us anymore um and what I mean is uh I, I was recently watching the movie Lincoln have y'all seen that
1: movie the Spielberg movie Lincoln mm-hmm. yeah. came out years ago it's yeah. it's about the emancipation really
2: yeah about, yeah, about 13th Amendment, trying to get yeah. it. And they have this one guy, Tommy Lee Jones, plays this character who's talking to a young guy. And he said, I'm just surprised. He's a senator. And he's talking to another guy. He's like a grumpy senator. And the other senator says, you surprised me that you're back in blah, blah, blah. And he said, well, nothing surprises you, which is why you do nothing surprising. And it's why your your uh, your constituents have not elected you to the next term. Because everything you do can be written in a book. And I thought that's what we've done even to jesus mm-hmm. and what we think of love because mm-hmm. we'll read through we'll read through these long texts of jesus and then we'll get to a place you know you get to the one where uh james and john want to call fire down mm-hmm. and jesus says we don't do that and everyone goes that does sound like he's grace and forgive then he goes to a town that rejects him and he says it's gonna be worse than sodom and gomorrah to you
1: where fire got caught and he down. said
2: and he <laughs> says and it's gonna be worse for you on the day of yeah. judgment and they go now how is that Jesus? And I go, he's pretty surprising, isn't he? Yeah. It turns out what you've convinced yourself is love may not actually be love. That's what you've right. convinced yourself is goodness may not actually be, that there may be a way in which even his judgment mm-hmm. is good. And his ju- that, that, that the judgments of God are just and righteous and pure. And there's this way in which we look at and that's what I mean. It goes even to our, our concept of what is the goodness of God. What many of us think is, yeah, but if God was good, he wouldn't let these things happen.
1: Right, and that's what I mean by yeah. I have to lock in on that characteristic of what I know to be true. Yes. What it, the, When Jesus, in, when, when it's written in the Scriptures, a truth about God, I must just accept that truth to be true, even though there are other things that surprise me and go, yeah. I don't understand how those fit together. Mm-hmm. But it must be true. Yes,
2: and it must be somehow a picture of goodness that I don't have. And I have to go, maybe I need to be formed and shaped. And maybe my picture of goodness has been more formed by the world I live in than the scriptures that I call true. Maybe my picture of what love is looks more like the world that I live in. Because we all know this. People use words however gets across what they want to get across so our world uses the word love all the time
0: but it may not be what jesus means when he says says love and the best way to see this in real life is you just watch a kid grow up right and they start out in their life and they look at the things that their parents and their grandparents and the people who claim to love them are saying and doing in their life and they they don't understand it as love okay. mm. they don't they don't receive it as love even and and have, i mean I'm sure all we're all dads. Yeah. When go you've ahead. had your child scream at you, "I hate you," That's and right. you are the worst father ever, and you don't love me. That's yep. right. That's when it gets real, you know. That's and right. and you and you go, "No, I do love you, and I am literally loving you right now. You just can't perceive it." That's right. And then, well, hopefully one day, you know, they grow up and they 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 see you differently. They see the right. world differently. Their definition of love get shaped and changed and more formed into one well, the, the way I say well, it
2: to, it, to my wife all the time because we're in that we're in that <laughs> state got a lot of preteens yeah. a lot of that's the mm-hmm. that's the, the most of the conversations you know when they're little they just kind of accept rules and yep. obedience you know but now they're starting to think for themselves ain't that a problem oh, yeah. they, they start thinking for themselves you start having these conversations and I say to my wife all the time it feels sometimes like maybe if I just lessened up a little on what is the truth and what is the way that God would have, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, things work out, maybe they would feel better about me. And then when I'm older, I'll have enough influence and we can fix the other stuff. And what I said is I said the problem is if I don't give them a picture of what love looks like, which real love, all love has expectations. All love has a standard of this is what I expect, this is how I expect for things to go my wife and I I do not love my wife when I say I love you but I'm also going to do a little something on the side because that's it's not love there is a way in which that must be expressed if I can't give them a real picture of it because my hope is they'll come back and see it Mm -hmm. but even if they don't come back and see it I can't I can't lessen up what love actually looks like for the hope that well maybe I'll be able to fix it on the back half and we'll be able to work all that out because it's not love. It's right. this imaginary thing I've created.
1: Well, the person who is genuinely loving toward a person, and this is where I see in parenting and now from where I saw it when I was in the stage that you're in right now, I'm constantly loving, but the way I express it to the person must change over time right. because yep. they grow and change. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I, I it, it just, some people can't ever get people. There are people in my stage of parenting now that I see are still locked into teenage loving mm. their kids, in that they still have huge, high expectations that right. they show their disappointment. And the growing part of that is, you know, I love this person. Mm-hmm. So I want the best for them. And the best for them is not to live under the weight of my expectations. Mm, that's
2: true. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. they
1: at some point I they should know where I am in and not be feeling like, you know, my life has to be lived for my dad the rest of the, mm-hmm. I hope that I'm pointing them toward their heavenly father and go, "At some point they should care more about what he thinks or what I think." Yes. Well, that's at a, some point. Well, but I know people, I know people that are my age that are still trying to meet the expectation of their dead parents.
2: Yes. Well, and that's the part I think, and this is where I was trying to get to with the thing that you, you had said, Jason, of giving them the, they, they evolve with it. Love ultimately looks like my faithfulness to you. Mm-hmm. And so what I always say to my wife is, you know, you hold the expectation of at this age, there's a lot of, okay, well then, if, if you know, you, you didn't obey, so here's whatever the consequence is. I hate you, this, blah, 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 I'm going to run away. The love is shown when the next time they show up, I'm not bitter towards you. Dad's happy to see you. Dad's ready to welcome you back. Hey, I know that didn't work out, but I, you know, I love you in this. That thing gives me this complete picture yes. of you're not punishing me because you don't like me and you, you 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 only want obedience from me. There's this bigger picture and as you're saying, this loving faithfulness because I care about you as a person and I'm trying to help you as a person develop and you can't with a 30-year-old be continually to treat you like a 5-year-old and expect that's going to ultimately be because
1: well, you don't say, want
2: a 30-year-old who is a five-year-old.
1: This is a little off. I don't want to go too deep in it because I think it's off of where we originally were. But even that, I think, as you get older. So now I have a 30-year-old that continues to do things to hurt me. Sure. Or, and to me. And I think every time they show up, I have to give them a second chance. Right. Well, at some point, I have to say, hey, you're an adult. Mm-hmm. You've got, if we're going to be reconciled to the point that we were, you're going to have to own some of that or there's got to be a boundary here. It's not that I love you any less. The fact that I hold a boundary is love. Well, and even, anyway, I don't want to get to that cuz that's different from where No, we're but I, here's
2: with where I think it does tie back in. That definition of love you give because the the way that you are I shouldn't say that's not even a definition. It's an examples of what love looks like. Those feel they're nuanced because they're they're based on relationships in this. And when you look at it, if if God was giving me a rule book where did he put at age 30? <laughs> right. And because it's culturally different. At their age, 13 for a dude, you're a man. So yeah. 13 for them, this idea of like, I need to give you your allowance right. now. You know, that culturally it changes. That's this idea that people get to ultimately of, you know, there's that truth is relative. It's not that it's relative. It's that love is contextual. Love is to the person. Love is what am I doing. So in every culture, what does it mean for me? At what age do I decide this? At what age? But all of that comes back to God is saying, you look at a person, which is what God does to us, and I am willing the good of that person. Mm -hmm. I look at that person and go, what would it help for this person to be fully developed as God says a person should be? So when I look at somebody who, you know, I've got a child and they're an addict, or I have a child and they're deceptive to me and I can't trust them. You know, at five, there's one way to handle a deceptive child, there's a different way at 30, but those are still all based around the same principle, which is I know what God wants for your life. I know who God to be. And so this is the way it looks. Now, to the underdeveloped 30 year old, they may look and go, That is really surprising. I never thought my mom would shut the door on me. Mm-hmm. I never thought that you would say this. Well, I am. Love is kind of surprising when you don't see the full picture, yeah. you know? And that goes back to seeing God's full view of who is God because there are times that God goes, I'm going to withhold this, not because I'm withholding good from you, but because this would not be beneficial at this moment. Mm -hmm. And that is my act of love. Just letting the free reign to go on, for sin to go on unchecked, that's not fully love.
0: right? So are we saying that, back to your original question, Ed, are we saying that to to these guys that you were talking to who have this friend that can't quite see the God that they see, Mm -hmm. is it a question of, well, it's just going to take some time? Or is there something more that they could do?
1: Well, what I continue, and, you know, if I were sitting talking with a young man, I would try to point out to him that, um, one, you probably didn't do any, I mean, I shouldn't say probably, that's the wrong phrase. You did nothing to cause any of these things that are happening in your life. But many, many, many of the good things in your life, too. Mm. You also, that's generally where I start with people. Like When they, you know, people say, So he's trying,
0: waking him up to what he's not what seeing. Is, what is the reality? The goodness that, of God all the, around you. The
1: goodness you. of God that is all around you all the time mm. that you miss out on. Yeah. That you just, you're overlooking because of these things, which are really, really tough events. I'm not trying sure. to downplay sure. that. But when you get to the question of, what did i do to cause this to happen mm-hmm. to me well you know one you've put yourself in a seat you shouldn't be in mm-hmm. in that i get to control all the details of my life mm-hmm. it didn't take you to live too long to realize that's not really true yeah mm-hmm. there're a lot of details good and bad that got <laughs> they just got handed to me mm-hmm. yeah there are good things but when I try to talk to a person about that, that's what I try to pull them to. You know, what did you do to cause, you know, uh, the beach to be the way that you love to go to the beach? You know, this is a young man who loves to hunt and fish. What did you do to create the lakes to be filled with fish that you just get to go catch them and enjoy and stand, and look at them? Right. You know, how did that come about? So if you didn't cause that, which is a blessing to you that you enjoy, that brings the pleasure, somebody did cause that. That's right. But it wasn't your parents. It wasn't people generations back. That's been going on since the world was made. You have to get to, for me, now that doesn't logically work. You know what I'm saying for everybody? That's right. But that's where I try to help people get to is, you aren't the center of your story, though it feels like you are. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. You know what that's I'm good. saying?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And you have to begin to look and say, there's something, someone we believe. Mm-hmm. And that's what I said to the two friends. You always have to continually point him to the goodness of God that you're seeing in your mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. Help him to look to it when you see it in his life. Mm-hmm. And uh,
0: so maybe the answer to the question is, God's not playing favorites. Maybe I am. Ooh. Yeah. Because you talked about me centering myself in the story. That's right. That that skews the way I see everything. That's it, right. It does.
1: Yeah. And I tend to only want to blame God when I'm on. And I know this was true for my life when I was not a faithful person. When bad things happened, I did try to figure out what I had. How, how could that be allowed to happen to me? right you know but the good things that I saw happen I firmly believed I had I had total control yeah. I worked hard I made this happen yeah. you know this girl likes me cuz I'm charming and you right. know all these kind of things it's all about me but bad things how could that possibly be about me that's well, conceivable at some point you have to go maybe there's a lot of good things that came to me that I didn't have as much to do with as I'd like mm-hmm. to claim to, and if I can get to that, then I, maybe
0: the bad is not so much my fault either. yeah, sometimes it is some well, sometimes
1: different. you you don't have to look too far and go,, nope. hey, you know, driving drunk, uh maybe that's why the tree was in the road that's right. <laughs> Or
0: somewhere else. Yeah, somewhere else, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, being
1: impaired and talking yeah. too much can lead to fights. Mm, that's I mean. <laughs> imagine that. Okay. So I think
0: we brought it back around. So Maybe.
1: Maybe we did. I don't know.
0: I would imagine you're going to continue to have this conversation with your friends. Yeah. And it will continue to be an ongoing thing.
1: Yeah, I just, I wish I could help everybody, and me too, yeah. not yeah. fall into situations where I think, Why isn't God moving as fast in this thing that I know is his will? Mm -hmm. What do I have to do to get Mm -hmm. this prayer answered? Because that's also not the case. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Or what did I do bad to make this thing happen in my life? Mm -hmm. I I have to... Control is an illusion.
2: Well, and I think even the thing you just said there of patience, I think that's absolutely critical when it comes to my faith is being able to understand I'm not going to get a good picture of God tomorrow. Mm. Um, there's a lot of bad pictures I have, and there's a lot of inaccurate pictures. I can probably get a picture I'm comfortable with tomorrow. You may have listened to this and gone, oh, I've got theirs. I, we did not describe God perfectly because oh. we don't have the perfect no. picture of God either. We're still learning. Um, you know, It's like parenting. I mean, I do think that's why it is a blessing that we have children for 18 years Because they get to see a full picture of what it looks like to be in a loving relationship. Because if my kid just got to decide at nine years old, I'm ready to leave the house and go do my own thing, they would get a very incomplete... Because their brains have not developed. Well, the same is true for me when it comes to God. I need a lot of time to sit with God with my disappointment with what He did, my frustration at what He didn't do, with my lack of understanding. But just keep going to the Scriptures, keep being in community with people, Eventually, that forms the way I think about God. It may
1: be why, when you are around a really older, godly person who has sat with the idea that God is good, the evidence of that is Jesus. I don't need any. I don't need any more evidence of right. what God has already done for me. That He is a good God who only wants the best for me, would not withhold His Son from me. Yet they get far enough along there, they've been blessed to have years that you live through and see enough disappointments in life with this life that there is something calming and peaceful That's right. about those people who they've watched all of this and they still trust that God is good. Mm-hmm. I think that, uh, <laughs> I was thinking while you are talking about the kids' brains aren't fir- firm, uh, fully formed. For all we know, our brains aren't fully formed until we get to be really old yeah, very <laughs> and we yeah. finally get to a place if, you know, life and lack of disease and that allows us to stay in our right faculties long enough that we can finally begin to see who God is. And so, you know, I've been with some people like that as they're approaching death and Death is a welcomed, not relief, in the way some people That's say. That's right, yeah. yeah. But a welcomed. It's a going home. It, mm-hmm. it really is an excitement of the the person I have focused on for my life. I'm finally going to see. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but that takes that, There's some faith there that faith then becomes sight. Mm-hmm. But it just takes a while to hold on to. Uh, God is really good no matter what my brain circumstances. The evil one who tempts me says, hey, why is God withholding that from you? God God, who did not withhold his own son from me is not withholding anything from me. That's right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. So who knows what's going to happen in our next episode when, <laughs> when we come up with another. It'll be a surprise. It It'll will be a, be surprise. a surprise. but. We will we will pluck a question from our many many conversations <laughs> and uh, see how that flies.
1: That's Go. what we're doing. That's what we're doing. So till y'all get us some
0: questions. That's right. Send them in. Link is in the description. Have at us. Otherwise, we'll see you next week. Bye.